0: Welcome to the X Report, I'm Raven X and it is just me today because Biggie, aka Ethan Tate aka my main man is on vacation he's actually visiting my birthplace of St. Louis so hopefully he's having a better time there than I did but it's still cool we got a short show for you guys we're going to look at some of the most recent NFL retirements I'm going to break down the NBA finals and I'm going to give my recap on WWE Hell in a Cell, but before we get to any of that, please should check out the XReport.net. I repeat, the XReport.net for exclusive sports content, written by yours truly and fellow XReport writers. For these episodes of our lovely podcast and our YouTube channel entitled the XReport. Without further ado, let's go ahead talk about the NFL for just a second. um Over the past couple of weeks, it's been three big retirements. First, Steelers defensive tackle stefan tua retires after seven seasons in the NFL. Ryan FitzPatrick, aka Fitz Magic has retired after spending 17 seasons in the league, donning what started for 9 different teams I believe. So that's pretty cool. And um last but not least, a center for the 49ers, Alex Mack has decided to retire after 13 huh, possibly Hall of Fame-worthy uh, seasons in the NFL. Congratulations to those three men. Good luck with the rest of your lives. Fitz Magic. I'm sure, we will probably be seeing quite a bit of him on the media side. Also, shout out to him for giving credit to Peyton Manning for being the greatest quarterback to ever live because I agree. All right, let's go ahead and talk to NBA. Admittedly, I wanted to do a finals breakdown last week, but then with Ethan not being able to record... I ended up not. And now looking back, I kind of regret it. But we're going to do it this week, make up for a bit of lost time. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and look at the finals as they stand currently. Right now, the Boston Celtics hold a 2 1 lead over the Golden State Warriors. Celtics won game one, 120 to 108. Uh, Warriors won game two, 107 to 88. And then most recently, Celtics won Game Three, one sixteen to one hundred. Tonight, June tenth, will be Game Four, which I think that the Warriors will be able to tie the series. And ultimately, I had them winning at six before the season series started, but now I'm gonna push it to five. It's got Warriors. I mean, I'm sorry, not five. I got Warriors in seven. But all right, let's go ahead and look at Team X Factors. For me, starting with the Warriors, I'm gonna go with Gary Payton II. Yes, he's finally able to come back after being injured during the series with the Grizzlies, and I think that his defensive prowess is gonna have to be something that's gonna help the Warriors out. They're they're not not a team that's really well-known for what they've been able to do defensively. Gary Payton is definitely one of the better perimeter defenders, and when you look at... The Celtics, some of their best offensive weapons can do their work on the perimeter, such as Jason Tatum or uh, Marcus Smart even, and of course, uh, Jalen Brown. So that's definitely something you have to look out for, which is why Payton can definitely help turn the tide of the series. As for the... Celtics, I'm going Robert Williams, Um, another guy who is a terrific defender. Though the Warriors, like we all know, mostly do their work outside of the paint. When they come in the paint, you have to have an enforcer. You have to have someone who makes them work for every shot. And I think Robert Williams is that guy. Now, keys to victory. As mentioned, series already going. Celtics looking good right now, but what's it going to take for them to keep that going? Well, let's say do what got you here. As we know, they were arguably the best defensive team in the league this season. Numbers really back that up. So what do you do against a spread an offense that can just do everything Offensive players who can score from all over the yard minus Draymond Green, well, you got to do what you did, and that's play terrific defense. As we've seen so far in the first uh, three games of the series, they really have not been too outclassed defensively. I mean, they've definitely done a nice job of holding firm, making Steph and company earn their shots, played great um, play great defense, gave them very little space to breathe. And other teams who tried to do that, for the Warriors, sometimes they've been able to exploit them, but that has not necessarily been the case this time around. So the Celtics have to keep it up. As for the Warriors, spread the wealth. As we know, there are, are some snipers on that team. Of course, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson are the big names. But, I mean, Jordan Poole is really coming to his own. Andrew Wiggins has had some moments. Um, Gary Payne, when necessary, can make some shots. So, with that being said, I think that the way that the Warriors can continue to keep the Celtics off balance is by continuing to spread the wealth and not have it just be their two main offensive guys doing most of the dirty work. Um, next up, my bold prediction. It's funny because my original bold prediction was Jason Tatum was going to lead all players in points per game average. However, that's looking like that may be a bit null and void. So my next bold prediction, you know what? I, 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 you know what? Screw it. I'll do it. If the Boston Celtics win the series, Jalen Brown will be Finals MVP. If that seems shocking to you, just look back at when the Warriors defeated the Cavs and Andre Iguodala won Finals MVP. And my Finals prediction, as I said, I think Warriors in seven with um, Steph Curry ultimately winning Finals MVP. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the WWE. Like I said, quick show. Um, Let's recap Hell in a Cell, which I will admit I was with my friends back in Memphis, so I was not as... Um, how should I say, observant to it as I normally would be. I was watching it, but I was also kind of like in and out, fighting friends, holding katanas. It was a blast. I love Memphis. All right, so here's what happened. Bianca Belair gets the win after capitalizing on the manhandled, manhandled slam by Becky. Uh, Bobby Lashley overcomes the odds. Kevin Owens beats Ezekiel in the quest for the truth. Judgment Day wins and shows that Omnipotence won the day. Uh, Madcap Moss gets the biggest win of his career after defeating Baron Corbin. Um, Austin Theory retains his U.S. title, and Cody Rhodes wins. But did the fans lose? Because that was a great match. Let's not get that twisted. But I think everybody was really excited to see what's going to happen with Cody, and now... We gotta wait possibly six more months after that torn peck, which like I said, God bless him. He's a trooper. He's cool as hell for doing it. But it's like, well, at what cost? We shall see. Um, On the night, I went four and two. I didn't include the Madcap and uh, Happy Corbin match in my predictions because I don't think it was on the card yet because I recorded this uh, before SmackDown. So, missed a little something, something, but not really losing too much sleep about that. Um, My favorite match was the Raw Women's Championship. It was a well-paced triple threat. I mean... If WWE can't do much, I mean, they can put together a really solid women's triple threat match, and this was one of the better ones. Did I love the finish? Not particularly, but, of course, the right person won, so can't be too mad about that. Uh, My favorite moment, Cody Rhodes showing the torn pec. I mean, like I said, God bless him. I mean, that's from what I saw from Triple H after the Brothers of Destruction versus a um, DX match. A torn pet is not something to be played with. It looks like it hurts like crap. Your chest is uh, bruised and bloody, as is your arm. It's just a bad look. And the way that Cody just showed that bad boy off to show, show the world made him look even more like a badass. Like, say what you will about Cody Rhodes or how WWE's pushing him or what you thought of him in AEW. But I mean, to say that man does not care is a gross, gross lie. Uh, next up, increased stop, Judgment Day. Mind you, I put this down before Monday Night Raw, where which I missed. But Finn Balor taking Edge's spot which It's funny because my friend Chris, A.K. Embryo, if you're listening, hey Embryo, we were talking about uh, who was gonna turn, um, in the sense of like who was gonna like help Judgment Day win. And I told him I didn't think either would do it, but I guess between AJ and Finn, I guess it'd be Finn because he's a better heel. And we see now he's going to be the face of Judgment Day, which I'm I'm messing with. Even though I I like the whole edge mystique of it, Finn is still cool. And I think that Judgment Day can do some nice things. I think this can really be what helps propel uh, Finn back to the main main card, main event picture. There we go. That's what I meant. But either way, I'm excited. Uh, Decreased stock, almost an MVP. Like I said, I didn't watch Raw. I think I saw something about his next feud has kind of been figured out. I know Bobby's going to be doing something with Austin awesome Theory, I guess. But I mean, still, it's just kind of like the right person won, of course, but it's like, what do you really do with these two guys now? I don't really see much of a ceiling for almost, And MVP can continue to be a manager, but like in terms of this tandem, I'm not seeing much of a... Yeah, I'm not seeing much with there. Um, My one booking decision. I would have had Becky take the pin. I know this is a way to kind of keep Becky looking strong. But I mean As- why Oscar gotta take the pen. It should have been Becky. I mean, come on now. Like Becky Becky couldn't wouldn't it wouldn't have hurt Becky to take the pen. That's all I'm saying. I think that Asuka, if you're really trying to keep building her up, which I mean they should, uh I think that she if anything, it probably would have been cooler if she would have Oh my gosh, besides the Oscar lock. I forgot her other finisher. But if she would have did something to Becky and then Bianca would have took the took it. I understand from a storyline standpoint, you'll have Becky look like, ah, oh, she stole my move, blah, blah, blah. But come on now. I just I just feel like Becky could have took the pin and it would have been better for Oscar. Asuka. Uh, my WTF moment, kind of mentioned it earlier. Cody Rhodes still wrestling. That's a tough man right there. I've never torn my pec, but I can imagine that wrestling in a match over 20 25 minutes is not exactly the best thing for it the best uh, medicine especially considering you're doing so with weapons and with seth rollins in hell in a cell not exactly how i'd go about it but um overall i gave the show a b minus i mean i liked it like i said i was not the most uh in tune with it but it was a really cool show from what i saw some had some nice moments of course there were some lows in the car some matches i didn't really care that much about but i mean overall that this wwe has definitely had worse shows and but that is our show thank you guys so much for listening um as always please be sure to check out the xreport.net rp the Net for exclusive sports content with my yours truly and fellow export writers previous episodes are our lovely podcast our youtube channel entitled the x report again Thank you guys so much for listening. Ethan should be back next week and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programs. Got some pretty cool uh, stuff that I want to talk to him about some different little segments to try out. And um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. But till then, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you all next time.